Hey, this is Chris. And I'm the Duchess. And we're the Hashtag No Offense Show. And you're listening to Failing Hollywood, the creative minds behind such cinematic classics as American Pie 10, Have Your Cake and Eat It Too, Legally Blonde 6, I'm Really a Brunette, or how about the best one, He's All That. Wait, that's a real one. The fuck it is. <laughs> Only on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Inner Circle I am Inner Circle. No point in making all that money if you don't fucking spend it. Yeah. Enjoy fucking. It. All money is is f- fucking fun coupons, man. <laughs> you know what I call these? Fun coupons. I know that quote. That's Wolf of <laughs> Wall Street right there. <laughs> Do you think that was a scripted moment or it was uh, in the book? Uh, I'm pretty sure he called f- called money fun coupons in the book. Oh, really? Yeah, Did I you read, read the, the book. book? Yeah. yeah. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live from the inside of a whale's vagina. That's right. We're coming to you from San Diego, but not really. But it's still failing Hollywood. I'm your host, as always, Mr. Mikey T. And joining us today is the big old friend that you know. He is paranormal fuckboy. And you also know him as Props Poppy. We got Freddie Foote. Hey. How's it going? Good, good. See, I think I nailed that intro pretty much every time. And I don't think you ever do. Yeah, my timing's been off. (laughs) I think you'll get it. Yeah. I think you'll get it one of these days. I'll get it back. Yeah. I think you just got to like build on yourself and build on the introduction. Because I think the last time you tried to wait for the song to end before the introduction, you just got to kind of throw it in there. Yeah. Pepper it in there, you know? Pepper it. Salt and pepper it. I mean, you can add a little bit of salt. Maybe a little garlic powder. Maybe a little garlic powder. See, that Maybe always... even a little onion powder. That always... Spe- is those like the two ingredients that's in every single like pre-pouched thing for every single type of food you could possibly think of? What do you mean, like the pre... Like rice-a-roni or like the... the oh, what is sure. it? Or like the, the the instant mashed potatoes or whatever. Literally, absolutely anything where they give you a little packet mm-hmm. to like put in some seasoning in. Yeah. It, I feel like the... Nobody it's likes like cutting onions. Fuck it's pretty much 50% too. onion powder and 50% garlic powder. I cry every time I cut onions. Yeah? I'm sick Is that of because it. of the onions or... No, they, they whisper things to me. <laughs> it reminds you of a darker time. Yeah. Um, this is episode 98. Ooh. Yeah, 98. Um, I I meant to do another episode this weekend, but it just didn't happen. Oh, you didn't uh, do one? No, I ended up going to San Diego <laughs> yesterday. Why? Um, just to go. We haven't really hung out there at all, and we wanted to get out of town. Yeah. So that was like the closest. You guys are leaving this week. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. We were stressed out or whatever, so she was like, "Oh, do you want to go to the beach?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go to the beach." And we, and I was like, "I don't want to go to the beaches here though because what Malibu's overcrowded all the time. You have to like, you have to like, I don't know if you've been to the Malibu beach well, there, lately. You have to like also take reservations to be really? there because of COVID and stuff like that. There's also like something up with the beaches right now, isn't there? Like something with like, like the red tide or something. Well, they've been dumping something got dumped in what? the water. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I mean, I ain't going to Venice Beach. Any of like the Santa Monica beaches Mother's are Beach. Trash. Where's Mother's Beach? I don't know. I mean, we have a uh, the internet box right here. Mother's Beach. The porn machine. 
Mother's Beach. That yeah, is Long Beach. Yeah, Mother's Beach oh, is well, like closed a, right now. I feel like there's always like garbage in, in, in this area. Let me see here. Oh, I've I've worked at this beach before. Yeah, this this I mean, if you go to this beach, there's like homeless people laying down on it. Like when I shot there, we had to like kick homeless people off the beach and and scoot them out, and we kept finding like needles and shit like that. Oh yeah. So it doesn't surprise me at all that something would be dumped in there. Yeah. Fucking homeless people do. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. So this is the direct marine route that the cruise ships also come out, I believe. Oh, that's where they like dock and shit. Yeah. See, it's not even like a beach. It's like a little inside of a marina. Whatever. So is that like man, a man-made beach? I don't know. It's not even facing like the actual ocean. It's just like. Oh, here's a shitty area. So if something was dumped in here, it's definitely going to stay like What's contained. that island? Where? This thing? Yeah. La Bella Fontana Park. I don't know what the island's actually called. I didn't realize it was an island. So it's like Catalina. Yeah, I'm sh- it's probably exactly like Catalina. Which I, I've never been to Catalina. But then, oh no, okay. I was going to say, is this the L.A. River? But no, this is the L.A. River. That just rides through. See how nice and blue it is? Yeah, imagine being at the mouth of this. I don't think I've ever been to the mouth of this. Yeah, one thing I don't oh, I don't like about the LA River, there there are always car chases in it. Oh, in all the movies and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, in real life. Oh, yeah. Th- those are just everyday happenings in LA. I know. If you've They're ever been to LA, chases. if you, you hang out on the 4th Street Bridge long enough, you will see a car chase. Yeah, you'll see a robot man. <laughs> Getting chased by an 18-wheeler. Yeah, and blasting him with a shotgun. With uh, Edward Furlong. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how hard he'd be to get on. I've seen him like on really indie podcasts. Oh, you know what I heard? Um, what was I working on? I was working on this movie with, um, with Jake. And one of the producers was the producer for uh, Brick. And oh. it was like, I was like, oh, fuck, really? And like, oh, yeah. And so we started asking him questions. Apparently, Edward Furlong was originally supposed to play Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Oh, really? Brick. Then he started doing too much drugs and shit? Yeah. they uh, Like, he was doing too much heroin, so they had to recast him. And they got Jason, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Who hasn't been on heroin just yet. No, he didn't. Ed, Joseph Gordon-Levitt didn't start doing heroin until recently. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, no, we, we went. The beaches just down there are just more beautiful in general. Like they're just nicer. Oh, yeah. They're cleaner. There's not as much homeless people down there. And I mean, plus it's up. just weird going to the beach when you live like ten minutes away from it. Yeah, I, I, th- I mean, like the home beach isn't really doesn't feel like the beach. No, it doesn't, and that's what I said. It was like I I don't want to go to a beach unless I mean the only beach around here I'll go to is is uh is Point Doom because it has a climbing wall on it. Oh really? Yeah. Have you ever been there? Like one of those like really tall one, like oh yeah the towers. That they Not have. a tower, but I'm surprised if you've never gone there because uh, you literally can rock climb right on the beach. So that's where uh, like my usually it's. Jackie's always like, let's go to the beach, let's go to the beach. And I was like, I'm not going to go to the beach unless we go to Point Doom because mm-hmm. you guys can chill out and relax, but I can rock climb while you're doing that. So so let me... But it's, I mean, it's it's not the best climbing, but it's it's okay. Here, let me see. 
Like it's a yeah, climbing wall, go. or there's just also oh, there's just also climbing. Yeah, there's it's, it's like just... rock climbing, not like built climbing. No, yeah, no, it's there's a, the an actual rock. Probably pretty good up there. So let me see, Point Doom. Now let's see, Planet of the Apes. Oh, is that the uh, where the Statue of Liberty is and shit? Yeah, mm. there you go. Somebody with a photo or whatever. So when he like walks up and just sees that there. But there's also like, oh yeah, here you go. There's the actual. So you climb the wall literally that was facing the uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so that's supposed to be New York in the future. Is it supposed to be New York? Does well, that that's where the place? Statue of Liberty is. Well, maybe something would have ripped it out and threw it in, in a Malibu beach. To a different ocean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. I mean, all the oceans are connected, so what if it floated and just made it all the way around? I mean, fair enough. Maybe it's New York, whatever. <laughs> I'm um, assuming it's supposed to be New York. Yeah, but either way, there's been like like I see like half the commercials and stuff I see, like you kinda recognize that wall in the back or mm-hmm. like I actually I watch T V shows every once in a while and you kinda see it pop oh, up. Oh, what's all that other picture? Time. Which one? Right there. You were on top of it. This one? Yeah. Oh, it's the beach in Greece. Oh yeah. So I guess the beach in Greece. That's where uh they meet. They spent summer loving. Happened so fast. I don't know what this picture is. Oh yeah, I think I saw this. This is Gabriel Harbin shooting the I think P- oh this is no this is a final point doom. Yeah, so this is them shooting uh actual Planet of the Apes. Oh, is that them building the... See the Statue of Liberty parts? Yeah, they're building it. Yeah. That's scaffolding. That's wild. really tall scaffolding. That's, that's over... That scaffolding's a, probably fucking a week to build. Probably that. It's almost as tall as the actual cliff, and the cliff itself is 100 feet tall. So it's like, it's a big fucking rock, but... It's a really nice, easy one. There's no lead climbing here because any walls that are near the ocean, it's really hard to bolt. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's any leads, so, but there's like a trail around the backside so you can go up on top. And I'm then surprised they built top. that. They had to have had the technology to just draw it on the fi- in the film after the fact. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the first one. Yeah, 1968. It wasn't available yet. They couldn't just... Because like, watching old movies, you can tell like they literally are just drawings on in the film. Yeah. Like, um, what is it called? Um, Field of Dreams. Like when they show the field, when he like visualizes it in the beginning, like you can tell it's just a cartoon drawing. Oh yeah, yeah. So I wonder if they had the technology, but the director was like, "No, it must be real." And the construction guy was like, "Fuck, God <laughs> damn it!" Like <laughs> Who directed Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Who directed? I mean. I haven't really looked too deep into Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I could really give a shit. I don't understand why people are so obsessed with that movie. I think the only Planet of the Apes I really ever saw was the... Mark Wahlberg one? Yeah. Well, isn't he in more than one? Probably. I could give a shit. Oh, yeah, the 2001. That's just Planet of the Apes. So, 1968. Helen Boneham Carter. Is that who directed it? Bonham Carter. No. No, it was Franklin Schaffner. Oh, yes. Of course. Click on that dude. What else has he fucking directed? I've literally never heard this. I mean, judging by his picture. 
He looks old as shit. He looks like a fancy dude. He died in 1989. How the fuck did he direct? Oh, he must have directed the original one. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Oh. Uh, he directed the original. Did you want me to look up the 2001 one? He also directed The Boys from Brazil. Oh, he directed Lionheart. That was a good movie when I was a kid. Let me see. Oh, he directed Patton. In general, Patton movie. So what have you been up to? Um, were we recording when you were talking about um, getting offered some more gigs? Um, no, I've been getting, I mean, I've been getting calls. I haven't really gone up on the call board. I've been waiting to go back up on the call board for a little while. Oh, wow. I'm so back this, up. This they Planet of the Apes takes place in, in 2029. We're vastly approaching that. <laughs> Only a few more years until apes take over. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? Tim Burton yeah. directed that, by the way. I went back on on Friday. I got a little got a little cold, so I took some time off, and uh, they gave me a call, but I missed it. They called me at like seven. I was like, "You guys are still open?" Well, they'll call you any time. The call board just keeps going. Oh, yeah, but uh, that was Friday, so uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens Monday if uh, another gig pops. No, I've been openly avoiding going on the call board because I know the phone's going to ring like instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of ISS, uh, Independent Studio Services, which is the biggest hand prop house, I would say, in Los Angeles and maybe the world. Um, yeah, if it's the biggest in L.A., it's definitely the biggest in the world. Yeah. Uh, the the owner over there who I'm homies with, he... They're also in Atlanta, right? Yeah, they got a they They're got not a small, in New York, though, right? I don't know. They have a shop in Atlanta, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he kind of looks out for me too, so he knows that I'm available and and s- maybe trying to seek like a small feature at the end of this year. Are we not going to bring up the fact that that says Beetlejuice two? On who is this? This is uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton's IMDb. And Tim Burton just looks like such a douchebag from Do- his photos. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like. Douchey Nicholas Cage. He looks like <laughs> such a douchey Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> the films of Tim Burton. Yeah, let me put my sunglasses on. And s- I don't even know if he's British, but that's... He's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> let me put my sunglasses on inside. Um, I You're filming hits. me? Although he might have a light directly on him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they're doing Beetlejuice too. Hmm, that's weird. There's not much info here, though. Yeah, oh, there's him without the glasses. Yeah, maybe he sh- that's why he's yeah, wearing he looks sunglasses. Yeah, looks less like Nicolas Cage without glasses. And just way worse. Yeah, he looks tired. Yeah. Get some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> looks like comb your hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's his look. Yeah. Looks like he's going to keel over and die. Um, but yeah, anyways, he's going to try to search for a movie for me to do towards the end. Maybe we can get him on the pod. He's been on a podcast sometime. I bet you we could get the owner of ISS in here. Yeah. He lives in Santa Clarita. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, get him on. Yeah, he'd be a good one to have. The guy that like runs the props of almost every major Was he a prop master for a while? Yeah. Or? Yeah, should we bring him up? Yeah. Greg Bilson's his name. There's two. Oh, yeah. Greg Bilson Jr. is probably who we're going to try to like get towards. Greg Bilson 2, maybe he's the two. He's the sequel. He's the sequel. Gangster Michael Squad. Barber. Um, that's one thing I hate about PropMaster on IMDb the fact that it's just under art department it should be 
um, its own thing. It should be prop master. It's a department head, so it should get its own thing. Yeah, I think it really should. Well, I don't know if I talked about it. Uh, I got hit up to prop master another gig. We are we're in the process of trying to start a, a guild for the prop masters. Oh yeah, yeah, which would affect us. We as <laughs> the prop masters. Yes. Yes. We as are the you prop are you masters. on the uh, you're on the sheet now. What have I talked about? What sheet? Like uh, the list of calls. I might be joining you guys soon. I got enough prop master days to upgrade. Do you though? Yeah. Like I just need to like actually hit them up for it and go through the process again of fucking getting them confirmed. This might be, this might be his dad. But I'm. Uh, oh, the burbs is great. And coming burbs. to America. Coming to America. Los Angeles unit. Uh, tough guys. Yo, the burbs is such an underrated movie. Um, turning point. Because I don't, I, I, I don't think he was working back in 1973. I think uh, this might be his dad. Yeah. Who also ended up starting ISS, but. Yeah, it looks like 1995 ended that. And then Greg has a son who's in the union, right? Doesn't Greg have a son who's yeah. working? Yeah. Yeah. So the his, that's like four generations. Yeah. So I'm 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 sure he would come in and hang out with us and and chat through if I asked him. Um, yeah, that's one thing I like about him. He's always because um, a lot of older guys in the union they're very like hesitant with the younger generation, but he's like especially with you like. He's very like okay. There's a you know the new generation of prop masters. Oh, coming. he's scooping up all the new guys. Yeah. Uh, he he's got all of us under our wing. But that's the thing is like you call them up and that's how I found everything. I mean, as far that I needed, it's like I got the job for American Horror Stories and it was like okay, now I need to like come across as an actual prop master. So I should yeah hurry up and that's get one my thing shit you're together. very good at is uh, not bullshitting. But like just being confident in shit you don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I portraying confidence. I I was able to within a week, acure a trailer, completely outfit it, <laughs> mm-hmm. build an office in it, and show up on set very confidently, knowing and was like, oh, this is my stuff. This is what I want to get paid for, and this is this is how it's going to happen. And even when I go to fight battles for other people, like, I mean, I make sure things are correct before, like I try to go hard enough with it, but I know where to pick my battles and I'm very, yeah. Like I don't piss people off in the process of doing it either. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what a lot of people don't know too, is like your first tactic should always be like, be nice about shit. Well, yeah, you shouldn't be swinging. I mean, there's obviously like being confident isn't running in and being like "fuck you, fuck you, no. fuck you." It's being like, "Hey, man, I need yeah, know, we need this." No, you just gotta like. Here's the thing: is like you gotta be cool with people, but you gotta prove to them. Like, if you say, "Hey, I need a million dollars," no yeah. one's just gonna. You can't just go in and be like, "Hey, I need a million dollars." Well, no. Fuck you! Why won't you give me a million dollars, mom? Mom! You know you can't be doing that shit. You have to go in and say, "Hey, I need a million dollars, and here's a an Excel street breakdown of why I needed this because this is how much it's going to cost to procure this. This is how much it's going to cost to customize this and build this out. I also need this for labor and put this into that. It costs this just for painting. So if you go in and you know all those like key points, then they're gonna be like, "Uh, "Oh yeah, seems right." 
Yeah. Here's here you go. <laughs> and it's like, okay. That's which one, is that's one thing I need to get better at is budgeting. Yeah, and I mean that's also because I can do the job. It's just I need to figure out you you can know how to do something a lot less than I know how to do it if you just know how to budget yourself. Yeah, like ninety percent of the job is budgeting. Oh, for sure. I mean, and also you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna look like a, a good person if you're always going and swinging. If you're angry, if you're not a relatable person, um, I mean, it maybe back in the like. 70s or 80s it, mm. you, get being a dick probably would have gotten you a lot further but now in the modern age it's just not no. you know what i mean 40 years later like those people are getting pushed out look at ellen degeneres yeah didn't work for her for a little no. while like being a prick is like a thing of the past like yeah. those people just don't fly like i mean wh- you know the directors right now that are like absolute dicks it's uh it's like um what's the dude with all the explosion michael bay yeah like he's known as like Hollywood prick number one and like Christopher Nolan isn't like the most friendliest guy to to do work for there's like there's like a whole list of them you know what I mean yeah Um, it's definitely like uh the last generation just kind of waiting for that generation to die out people are kind of just done with that way of doing things no yeah because I mean it makes it's just like this Ryan Murphy shows are known to be not the most fun and it's hard to get people on because they know the craziness of it. They know how yeah. wild it's going to be. They know uh, you're probably going to have to fight to get everything that you need or you need to get the people. I didn't find it that way at all. And I think half of it goes into I'm likable and I'm good at showing my proving my case. And you also need to exude like the people handling the money and giving you permission to do all this. Like they're not trying to screw you over. And once you show that you're not like going to be careless of what you're asking for, which I think they realize right away, then they're going to give you more. Um, and they're not going to question you as much. Yeah. That's an issue I had with my last job is like everything had to be fucking approved 40 times by, yeah. by 40 different people. And their excuse was, Oh, well we, we all work together a lot, and the last time, uh, three movies ago, we had a uh, costumer who spent, you know, thirty went thirty thousand dollars over her budget. I'm like, okay, that person doesn't know what they're doing, and so because of that, you're gonna make it impossible to make a fucking movie the way it should be made for the rest of your fucking career. Yeah, because of one person, because they went to fucking. Uh, they probably went to um, Universal and were just like, yeah, this is what I want and didn't look at a price for fucking anything. Yeah. And just checked out and sent them the bill for it. Well, I mean, that happens. <laughs> I That happened to me once on this show <laughs> with mm-hmm. a new episode. Kit that just So the new episode is. Did you see the new episode of Stories? The camping one? No, I haven't seen that one. No, yet. that that's one that kind of got me. A little bit, but that's also. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, that's something that you Are can we do. Allowed so to talk about it. This episode, yeah. So I came in, I've come in under budget almost every single episode, and I pride myself on that, like coming a couple thousand dollars under. Yeah. Because then that's what makes them not question you. They're like, oh, you always are good about your budget. You don't come in where almost every other department would go like thousands over their budget. So that episode was the one episode that I kind of did go a little bit over budget because mm-hmm. I don't. When I'm renting stuff, I'm not checking the prices either because yeah. I'm I I budget stuff all the time. I I have a very clear idea of how much is going to be, and I've rented enough stuff to where I kind of know a lot of times how much is going to be. But um, they 
we rented all this all the army stuff so it's like you're talking like tactical vests and accessories and like magazines and m4 guns and little yeah. lights and night and helmets with night vision goggles that actually glow and and all that stuff so usually renting for like a cop which is what i have experience with if you're for each cop is like 200 bucks yeah that's about right that's what you're looking at about a week yeah so i would i did that and then on top of that we had we had five cops from, and then we had five state troopers, and then we had four park rangers, and then we had a whole news crew and a news team. So all that was all in the same bill. And I had the ticket for two weeks. I was like, oh, let's take it for two weeks because we were going to Big Bear to film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, oh, here's the bill. And he sent it to me, and it was like $22,000. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was like, hey. how many state troopers do we really need? <laughs> <laughs> So like I I like hit them up. I was like, so we might have to take that two week and turn it into a one week. Mm-hmm. Maybe cut back a little bit on these. Uh, I had to do the same thing because with production on my last movie, um, they were fucking. Oh my god, I don't even want to get into half of it. But I would get a call and be like, it, it started with three cops, and um, like I said, I'm not that good with production or with uh, budgeting, but. I know how to make shit work, and I come in under budget on everything. Like, I made that Disney short. My budget was uh, $3,000. My final budget was (coughs) $2,000. And on this this, uh, 90-minute, well, 90-page, 90-minute, I don't know what the final runtime is going to be, but um, I was like, okay, how much? What They were like, well, what do you think for the budget? I'm like, how much do you want to spend? They were like six grand. And you told me, like, yeah, I've that's never impossible. Done a, I've done never done a movie for six grand. And I was pretty, like fucking, pretty fucking close to that. Yeah. And, and uh, if, if you asked me to do a movie for six grand, fuck that. I could, honestly, I could do it if it's minimal enough, but I have to pull out every single favor I have. And if they're only giving me six grand to spend on it, that production ain't fucking worth it. Yeah. Fuck that. And, uh, well, anyway, so I only, I have literally no money. And every fucking, every other day, I'm getting hit up and they're adding cops. So we start out with three. Then I, then they hit me up and they're like, oh, well, we actually, well, now we have five cops and two um, detectives. And then fucking costumes hit me up and they're, they're like, oh, do you, um, so we just got called. Apparently there are six cops and three detectives. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So I'm hitting up production. I'm like, hey, how many cops do we have? They're like, oh, five cops, uh, three detectives. And I'm like, okay. So I go to ISS. Uh, I try and get it as the best deal I could. But, I mean, it's cop shit. And we're in the busiest time LA's ever fucking seen. They're not going to give you that much of a fucking break on cop shit. Because they, they know they can rent it out to somebody else for exactly what they rent it out for. So they wouldn't budge on cop shit. So I go to production. I'm like, listen... Uh, cops are $200 a piece per week. We need them for four weeks. I'm going to get enough to do three cops. And we're, were we're just going to have to fucking put them all together and just reuse cops. Like they're background fucking cops anyway. Where, where were they? Where, like what, what police were they? What town? Oh, uh, nondescript. Nondescript? Why didn't you just come to me? I could have given you. You were using it. You were in Big Bear. Oh, I wasn't using my cop shit, though. Oh, really? Or maybe I was just in Big Bear. 
I on shows like this, I budget. I mean, I I rent it all because, and I use the stuff that I have in my kit as like a backup. Like it saved yeah. me like three different times. Um, because they, like you said, they throw sometimes they'll randomly throw an extra one on there, and I just won't have enough, so we'll go into my kit and like outfit them. But yeah, hey. honestly, I didn't want to bring the production to you either because they fucking they literally. I'm pretty sure they just paid uh, the girl from uh, Give Me Props for the glasses here like, last week. Here's an ex- so this is uh, an example of one of my budgets. So when you get to like TV shows and bigger stuff, even on the movies, mm-hmm. I do one of these also. In the beginning, before they say, here's the budget we have for you, I, I go, uh-uh-uh, here's, here's the budget, the budget. It, I have for you. Yeah, I say, here's the budget that it's going to cost to make your movie. Mm-hmm. And they can go through, and I could be like, well, there's no, you don't get a, you don't get a cop then. They, they're not wearing belts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you it's it's not a conversation. They can't just be like, this is what it is. You can say, well, this is what it's going to cost. Yeah. And say you can go through, and they can literally go through everything. They can see where you're getting it from. They can... Look, look at all of this and no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's like right away. So if you're trying to budget a movie, I would go by these guidelines. So this is, this is an overview of 104. So the bro house, bro house. <laughs> um, and a lot of this stuff, as I'm like going through, it's just, I do the regular breakdown and then I go back and I'm like doing Google searches for a lot of this, like custom stuff to know like, okay, this is probably what it's going to, and you always go a little bit over. Yeah. Go a little bit over that way you have cushion because some things you're going to have to like go like for this one cell phones were huge. So I budgeted yeah, $100 just for for each character just for cell phone cases. Yeah. That way I could get off cuz I mean I'm getting a bunch of like $5 cell phone cases and then a couple like $20 ones but you want to have enough to like get a fuck ton of options. And mm-hmm. then you're using the options for both of them. So at four characters so that's $400 just for the cell phone cases. And then sunglasses, budget $200 each for sunglasses because you can't give them fake sunglasses. And then you got to, or you have to take into consideration coding and stuff like that. Yeah. And for all that you don't know about coding, see, this is a lot that goes into the props. You have to budget for not only the sunglasses, but then when they pick a pair of sunglasses they like, you have to bring them to a place, get the lenses cut out, and then have new lenses put in that are anti reflective. Yeah. Um, that way you can't see the crew and everything behind them. So that costs about a hundred dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with all those each we're doing, so just there, just with each character with their sunglasses and with their cell phones, we're looking at about $1,200. Yeah. Just with that, just to start. That's, that's not even going past the first scene. So that's kind of how you can add it up. And then as you go deeper, you could see like, Oh, there, there's a photographer with a DSLR. Our camera that's going to be at least two hundred dollars rental when that flashes plus the backdrop that's another one hundred and fifty bucks and photo shoot for lights it's another one hundred and fifty bucks so you got to kind of like overdo it and even like you want to cushion yourself so even the stuff you know you have in your kit mm-hmm. and it's fine throw that on the budget too because yeah. you never know or the thing you have that you're like oh it's good it's taking care of the might the direct you might talk to the director and they're like no I don't like that one. Mm-hmm. And to rent it anyway. Then if you don't budget for it, then you're catching yourself on the thing. And then you go to like the higher ticket items. So you go here. Inflatable Kraken. I was like, okay, that's going to be like a $5,000 thing because you can yeah, read in the script said they want this giant towering octopus at the end that's inflated. I was like, okay, that's going to be a fucking custom build. And then inflatable Kraken can. I had already reached out and talked to the people about that. So I already knew it was going to be in the wheelhouse of $3,000. Mm-hmm. Um, so just right there with those. Now, was there ever $8, an option just to get like an actual company to do this? 
Because there is Kraken. Kraken is a liquor. It's a liquor, but this was an energy drink in the thing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, like, the 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 big inflatable octopus uh, was outsourced from Hong Kong uh, by a company that I knew made them. And then the Kraken can, and I was trying to avoid the octopus, which is why I came up with the Kraken can, because the Kraken can wasn't in the script. And I, like, sent that shit over to Ryan Murphy in, like, a big, like, block. It's like, you could have this and that. And his response back was, both. Cool, I like them. <laughs> Both. Uh, yeah, pretty essentially saying both. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> I just fucked myself, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> so now there goes eight grand of my budget. <laughs> I, I imagine the can is probably a lot easier. Oh yeah, there's it probably ha- a company it has a fan self-contained, and there's probably a, comp- a company in LA. That in LA, does the- yeah, that did it, and they could bust it out in a week too. Yeah, they're like, did the wrap. All you do is send them the graphic, and then they did it. With but the Kraken, you had to go to China for that. Yeah, I had to order it from Hong Kong. They were pretty quick, too, about it. And, I mean, we still have it in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, anything. Plus, you got to fucking... I'm sure there's always a worry about customs getting fucking locked down at customs for yeah, there's a three chance. weeks. Yeah, or, like, a lot of people say, like, in customs, because I guess with inflatables, they're always a hit or miss because they'll take a box cutter to the box to open it up and, hit and the, not know what's inside of it. So people mm-hmm. have gotten them with like holes or needing repair. So they'll send you extra sleeves to be able to stitch it up if you need to. Mm. Crazy, right? But yeah, if you go through like some of the other the DJ setup with the turntables, budget for rental for 300 bucks for that. Um, inflatable water slide just in case, three, 400 bucks budgeted for that. Didn't need it. Kraken energy drinks. Um, I usually budget a little bit more for this. So it'll be like, Five hundred dollars for the graphic plus two hundred bucks for the print plus another hundred bucks just for the actual. You just cans. skin your own cans. No, I have them do it. I don't do any. I don't have time for that shit. So on, if you have the money for the things, and you have to do stuff that's super custom and everything, you just pay everybody to do it. Yeah. Like I would do it if I was on a movie like like a you were little, doing. Yeah. A little like a less. six thousand dollars, I'm skinning everything. Because you can buy the graphic that are pre... But I'm not making custom graphics on those either. You're mm-hmm. just buying what they have in stock in that stupid well, there was one- Heisler beer can that you've seen on 200,000 TV shows. It's so recognizable. That's ND that they just have on the shelf. And then you're skinning your own stuff. So Well, that's one thing I loved about this last movie is I got really good with... Um, I got a lot of good contacts for uh, product placement. Oh, yeah. Probably from me. <laughs> Yeah, um, who did I get from you, Ben? Yeah, Ben's always good. Ben yeah. loves me because I got like fucking, I got Cheetos center frame with the heroes, fucking eating Cheetos, and I sent him that, and he's like, "Hey, anything you need in the future, just let me know." Yeah, so we. I'll have no problem getting shit. Here's what I do to for those people are awesome, and like I said, like the ones from the product placement companies that I like is my Luxottica um, contact. Um, her name's Christy. Mm. Here, let me see if I can pull up like what brands that they Luxottica. One thing I felt bad about was um, I was really pumped to do this whole uh, razor setup for the main character, but I already already left the project, so I wasn't really able to set it up the way I wanted to. But I still got them. Up. I promised her I'd get, send her a picture of uh, the setup, so I got one off the person who replaced me. And uh, sent her that, and she was like, "Oh, did did they not put in the uh, the mat or whatever?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't there to fight for every little piece, but you know, I promised that I'd get you a picture of it." <laughs> so, so yeah, so this my my contact over there is like one of my favorite uh, 
contacts because she does all my sunglasses and stuff like that and she'll send them to me like now is this just for sunglasses or do they do like the entire brand though she's mostly i don't know i haven't really ever asked about the brand i just only because we have to get sunglasses so much like they represent coach do they also can you also get purses through them i'm sure you can Mm -hmm. um i've never really asked because we don't usually handle purses um but yeah uh, yeah armani exchange arnett uh Blue Burberry. Oh, Burberry, yeah, yeah, Chanel, Coach, Costa, Dolce Gabbana, um, Giorgio Armani, uh, Persols. So Persols and Ray Bans are my favorite all time sunglasses. Yeah, you love so the Persols. I love, love, love the Persols because they're fucking sexy sunglasses. Um, Oliver's Peoples. All there's there's certain brands like Oliver's Peoples. I've are, never even heard of Oliver. All they're like five hundred dollars sunglasses. They're so expensive, but oh, that, sure like are. brands like them and and like. Like Tiffany, and I think there's a couple. There's a couple super high end, uh, Imperial Armani too. I think like and also Dolce Gabbana. I think they'll send you stuff like that, but they like require them back. Whereas like, um, like Versace or Persols or Ray Ban, like they let you keep whatever you use. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes like, um, if you're nice to them, they'll they'll give you a little gift. Um, yeah. Just to for like helping them out and stuff like that. Yeah. So I love them, and she's always helped me out. And she's always sent me new stuff. I think Riley just got a new pair of like, of uh, <laughs> aviators sent to him in the mail and stuff like that. I was able to get my production designer a pa- new pair of Ray Bans, and and Jackie lost her pair of Ray Bans that she got in the ocean. So mm-hmm. that's why she can't have nice things. <laughs> um, and they so they they help us out so much and they don't usually see she's in Chicago. So she's always sending shit back and forth to me. So Mm -hmm. I sent back the rest of the sunglass collection that she sent me. Um, and I put in a little bit of wrap gift, a wrap gift for them. And that's, that's what you need to do. The vendors that help you out and the people that like help you like achieve, like you got to always remember them because a lot of prop masters don't. Yeah. And that's a lot I heard from like giving them. So I always, I made them like a nice thank you. note. plus gave them a t-shirt I made. Um, we made these pretty fucking bomb custom t-shirts. Um, and then I, I gave them all like a little Yeti mug and I did it all to my vendors at ISS, uh, uh, and some of my vendors outside of ISS. And I sent her one and she was like, so happy about it. And cause she's like, Oh, you're the first person to ever give me any sort of rap gift. She's like, I was like, really? Cause you've <laughs> given me like almost over a thousand dollars in free sunglasses. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's mad easy too. Like people were hitting me up. Um, like my assistant from the last movie was, uh, hitting me up. She's like, Oh, how did, how did you get, um, Xbox? And I was like, literally I just them. called him. Yeah. I was they, like, that's what we're saying about the liquor and the beer. Because they want to give you the shit because that's how they make money. They make money by showing the company, hey, I got your whatever. I got your X. I got Xbox in the screen. Oh, yeah. On screen characters using it. And that's how they make money. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't let me have Xbox for one of these episodes because <laughs> it's not shown in a bright light, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, they yeah they give a shit about limitations, but we have basically if you want the bad guy to use any type of product, no, unless it's beer or liquor. A lot of the times, oh really? Yeah, the beer liquor is just. I mean, what we have like a bottle of Crown over there, black like like the our our studio liquor cabinet's definitely going to be fucking packed come next uh, next show. Yeah, Ben is good for liquor. Yeah, a lot they, of they, they all have liquor, they all have beer, whatever. That's why we're saying I never yeah, really have big ones. I'm never gonna have to pay for beer again because they. they the just, hardest one I had was energy drinks. 
uh, really? finding one. But then I just ended up going with ISS. And then after the fact, um, ISS hit me up and put me in contact with... Um, apparently, they they do do have some kind of connection with Red Bull. And I was like, yeah, we already you know kind of have it. We've already showed uh, the product that you guys had on hand. So uh, it can't really fit Red Bull in. <laughs> I was trying to get Red Bull for so long. Yeah. Um, there's connections in a lot of different space. Because, uh, like, showing a product that nobody knows kind of di- is distracting. Like, say, if, like, nobody's ever seen Bang, like, having your character drinking Bang, people can be like, what the fuck are they drinking? So having a product that every, like, Red Bull... It doesn't well, that's what, that's what I push for the beer because you don't see like name brand beers in anything. No, I, I like, saw I, I saw like, in Bro House you got Bud Light in there. Yeah, and Mick Ultra. Shout it's, out to um, what's his name? I have to the first chance I get because he sounds like a rad dude. You know who directed that episode? Who? Um, Henry Winkler's son. Oh, really? Max Winkler. Yeah, <laughs> he was a cool dude. He's a nice yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's but, the dude from um, Budweiser though? Oh, his name's Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Unfortunately, um, they didn't want any type of liquor in this one, so I wasn't able. I know, to I, kn- I know who handles cores. Also, mm-hmm. um, I, I, uh, I can get. Um, what is it? I have the the. I keep forgetting it with the. But bros drink Bud Light. We're saying bros drink Bud Light, especially workout dudes. That, that's that's what the, the. So I asked exactly that to the. Um, to the director, and I said, "What what kind of beers do you want them to have?" He's like, "I'm thinking they would have something light, like Bud Light or Mick Ultra or something like that, because they're trying to watch their figure and stuff." It was like, "Great," because <laughs> I had already had that contact. Yeah, so already it was done. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it was so easy to just hit him up and be like, "Yeah," and then next thing I know, I got 15 cases of Bud Light and Mick Ultra in my garage. Yeah, and plus, getting the product makes you look like a fucking hero. Oh like, yeah, production loves that shit when no. you get free shit. Yeah, well, they get free shit and stuff like that, but I don't like seeing fake beer brands. I don't like seeing fake brands. No, because like, I like seeing it. things that like people can fucking relate to. Like as a prop, it's like, oh yeah, that dude's drinking a fucking like what they're drinking goes in a lot. Like if you're in a craft bar or you're in a craft like area, like if people are drinking IPAs and shit like that, like make it real. Like that yeah. stuff's so easy to get and clear. That's the only reason i can i could see is like somebody like they're at like a local microbrew brewery like okay yeah maybe make a fucking fake logo for that there's a the only thing i, I make fake logos for wines because wines are like yeah nobody gives a shit. nobody gives a shit about wines and then i always try to make it my trudel easter yeah. egg so i always try to put in a, a trudel wine in like at least something in, in my in the things that i work on you should um, do that as a rap gift for the next show. Give everybody Trudell wine. That'd be funny. <laughs> Here's a wine with my name on it. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Get Brooks in the fucking truck for like three days taking labels off Bob's wine. Yeah, pretty much. For the entire crew. I mean, he's done more tedious stuff. <laughs> um, you want to talk about TV and movie stuff? There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, let's see what we got here. Well, I went and saw another movie this week, and I think you saw it too. Mm-hmm. Free Guy. Yeah. It was a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, it was fun. It I was liked a real it a fun lot. Movie. You said you didn't like the beginning? Uh, I didn't like the whole montage bit. I thought it could have been done. What was the like, montage It was a little bit? corny. Like him leveling up. Oh, it was a little quick. Yeah, it was a little corny, I thought. I liked it. I thought but, I thought they went through it really quick. Like I think they could have had more 
spots in it where that like show him more of leveling up than just like helping a woman cross the road or get the bank teller bag back or whatever because I think some of that cool stuff where he starts like rebelling and like taking the gun from the guy and like stealing his yeah. glasses like <clears throat> I like that <laughs> once it got back to the actual like movie I, it got a lot better yeah I liked it a lot uh I didn't know how in depth I thought it was just gonna be like a fun just video game movie but like the more you got in it got it it pulled on the heartstrings and the, and the feels a little bit you know? yeah um, I thought it was really fucking good. I liked it more than I like Ready Player One, actually. Yeah, well, the mo- Ready Player One movie was garbage. You didn't like Ready Player One? Well, I, I don't want to be. You're, I don't want to be that uh, douchebag. The book is better. The book is so much better because there's so much. It, you just can't do it in a movie. You can't have all the little tiny bits that are in the. Okay, have you not read the book? What would you have thought of the movie? I thought it would have probably been the exact same as Free Guy. Like, it's just a fun movie. But the book is an amazing book. Is there a Free Guy book? No. <laughs> there is um, Ready Player Two, though. I'm what? waiting for it to come out on paperback. Are they making a Ready Player Two movie? I don't know. Maybe. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I had... The premise of the uh, Ready Player Two is that when he takes over the game, he finds one more Easter egg inside where he is. It's gonna like revolutionize the world, so he has to go through it and do it all again, basically. What I like, I one of my he's a good writer though, because uh, I've read his other book Armada, which is basically the last Starfighter. Oh, really? Uh, but it's really fucking good. In the last Starfighter, didn't they remake the last Starfighter? I don't know. I think they have a remake coming out, which is one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. Oh, interesting. Um, I wonder if Christy, my, my the Luxottica contact, actually provided the sunglasses for for uh, this movie too, because oh, it was all about the sunglasses. And there was like a, a shot right in the beginning where he turns and you just saw the big Oakley mm-hmm. O on the side. <laughs> um. I one of my favorite scenes in this movie was the one with Channing Tatum. It, oh yeah, Mom! I love Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> oh shit, you're gonna steal from me? Oh here you go, yeah, just have it, man. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I didn't like is the the actual YouTubers and shit they had. Oh yeah, they were horrible actors. The they should have just had like actors. They could could have just had actors playing YouTubers. Yeah, like uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Ninja, the blue hair guy? Is that Ninja? I don't know their fucking names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's Ninja, but whatever. The blue hair guy with the fucking headband. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was horrible. Right. Yeah. There was a couple ones. Um, I mean the characters when they when they introduced the uh, dude, which I was actually when they were like, oh wait till I release the dude. Taika Waititi don't, was awesome. Don't give it. Don't <laughs> give the movie. Away. I won't give it away. Taika Waititi is. Awesome. Yeah, he was funny as He fun. was amazing in that. And he kept his uh, accent. Mm-hmm. They let him keep his, uh, uh, his no, uh, New Zealand accent, mm-hmm. not Australian. Um, he was great. He plays. Apparently, um, they're, yeah. Oh, you actually have it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Free Guy pulls in $28 million box office weekend debut. Um, they also announced a sequel. Yeah, which is, I mean, massive for box office right now. I mean, $28 is not that much, but I'm guessing that means the opening... W- oh, it's opening weekend? Well, I meant... Yeah. For a movie today, that's wild. 
51 million worldwide. Oh, okay, 51 million worldwide um, on its opening weekend. So yeah, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna skyrocket a lot higher than that. Yeah, I don't think they have it on any um, platforms yet. I feel like I haven't seen it on any. Free Guy Two. Ryan Reynolds says Disney wants a sequel. So I guess they'll be making a sequel. I mean, yeah. Wait, it, well, what it's are probably the other a good numbers? open world for them to be able to make a sequel. Like they could go take it kind of anywhere. Yeah, they don't even need need to do Ryan Reynolds either. If he doesn't want to be in it, they could just do a completely different story. I know, but Ryan Reynolds really is cited as an example of how simultaneous streaming release can impact a film's box office. That's Suicide Squad. The film cost reported two hundred dollars to make. They forgot to add million. <laughs> In the <laughs> yeah. article, they forgot to put two hundred million, uh, and earned forty-two million at domestic box office. Yeah, but it, how much did it also earn on the streaming platform? Well, they haven't streamed it yet. No, Suicide Squad's up on oh, HBO Suicide Max. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, that is, is which. What's the move? Oh, the Black Widow one is where they start. She's trying to sue them and and stuff. Oh yeah, rightfully so though. That I don't think rightfully so. It cost her sixty million dollars. What? It cost her sixty million dollars. And how much did she get paid to star in it? Um, I think like twenty million dollars. Yeah, but still, there's she a gets con- points. You know what she should do? Take those points and give them to the fucking crew, because even her fucking big ticket, she's getting twenty million dollars. She's getting more money on one movie. Plus points, then probably ninety nine percent of this country could spend in a lifetime. Yeah, like that's insanely stupid. Like I'm sorry that uh, they want to make it more readily available for more people to be able to see on a fucking streaming platform. So you're gonna bitch and try to sue them because oh well, I wanted my points. Yeah, uh, but which still, she though, got. Dis- it's Disney. Disney agreed to it. They agreed to what? To giving her box office. Well, they gave her the point. points. They gave yeah. her box office release points. They're but, just streaming it too. But they also promised her that they weren't going to stream it. Is that in the contract? We will not stream it, by the way, because I no, feel they like that'd ver- be stupid. They verbally to told her that they weren't going to. A verbal and contract. Then two worth weeks before, anymore? they were just like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do it." Fuck them. And then their defense was, "How dare she during COVID try and get more money?" It's like, bitch, you're fucking Disney. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. She can do it all she wants. She can like. Whatever. I, I, I just don't have sympathy for anybody that's making millions and millions of dollars just for playing pretend. Yeah. I don't have any sympathy because, like, you're making more than 90%, like, everybody on the whole fucking crew. Yeah. You're making more than everybody. Like, you're But her face for is also more. selling the movie. Sure. <laughs> I don't, th- I feel like a Marvel movie sells itself, even if they had a different person. I said get rid of her and get somebody else that will appreciate it. Well, her character's it. dead, so oh, I, I don't. This I don't, was like the spoiler alert. I don't, no, she I don't died know anything in, uh, about Black Widow. She died in like Aftermath or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't Aftermath? watch. I don't watch those movies. Period. Endgame or whatever. Endgame, yeah. Aftermath. <laughs> That's the movie know. I just worked on. Oh yeah. It's Aftermath. Yeah, let's not let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Which was although. Aftermath was, weren't you telling me it was like on the top yeah, 10 Netflix list? It was on the top 10 Netflix list for like two weeks. Yeah. I wonder if it still is. I mean, there's probably a high chance. Let's see. I wouldn't say high chance. You think it's not there <laughs> at all? 
I think maybe people fell asleep and it automatically played aftermath. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Let me see. Okay. Uh, nope, not on the top ten. Let's see if it's even on the oh wait, this is the whole this is just top ten. Nope, not in the top ten anymore. I did, however, just watch this one, this uh the Cocaine Cowboys documentary. What's that about? It's about the life of Willie and Sal who lived in Miami. They were Cuban immigrants and um they pretty much like they were they were kind of famous because they were like the biggest kingpins pretty much ever in Miami, but they didn't really take violence or whatever. They didn't kill people or anything, so they were like Oh, okay. So I mean, until they got locked up and they started taking <laughs> out um witnesses. That uh, was like the first time they started doing killing and and stuff like that. It's because they were they afraid dabbled. people were going to testify against them. Um, what is brand new cherry flavor? <laughs> Wait, where's that? It's the second on trending. Uh, do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, because it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. the creepiest, weirdest <laughs> picture. And then it's just called brand new cherry flavor. <laughs> it's a limited series. Someone's getting tattooed with really sharp toenails. You said you could hurt someone for me. Is that true? Where's my cat? I didn't bring your cat. Can you help me? What did he do to you? Is that the the girl from American Horror Story? He betrayed me. I don't think so. No? So what? It happened. No. He took the only thing I care about. So. Whatever it is you do, I want you to do it. Okay. (laughs) A filmmaker heads to Hollywood in the early 90s to make her movie but tumbles into a hallucinatory rabbit hole of sex magic and revenge and kittens so you're gonna go home and watch this huh yeah i'll watch it at some point (laughs) um what what else do we got for movie news yeah well cocaine cowboys was actually next to my list it's i like those i just like the drug documentaries about the kingpins and stuff like that they're fun yeah yeah they're fun um, other in, wait, in movie news, aside from that, I, I've been trying to prepare since we we're going to Hawaii and we're doing the Kolau trail. Oh, you're going to that beach again? Yeah. Oh, nice. We're hiking out. It takes 11 miles to get there. And then we spend, we're going to spend five nights just on the beach, hanging out and chilling in the waterfalls and enjoying some rays. Um, so to get ready, I've been trying to get, watch some movies that have been putting me in the mood. So I watched that one movie. <laughs> A Perfect Getaway. Yeah. Which... Which is a good movie. It's a good movie. Nobody ever talks about it. It's no, a, yeah. Perfect it's a Getaway. Movie. Where they... They go and they t- to do the exact trail that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to do the call out. And then you find out that there's there's a couple... A newlywed couple that's... That's on the loose for, for murder. People. That's killing people. They're serial killers. And that's about all the information you get on them. Mm-hmm. 
And then on the trail, they're like, oh, what if they've made it here? Oh, that would be scary. And then they meet a couple. They meet a couple couples. <laughs> they meet yes. a few couples and like, oh, fuck. Um, and they do the trail. But the funny thing about that movie is they couldn't get it's it's the hike of the Kalalau. It's very well protected. So mm-hmm. like they it's untouched and they pride themselves on that, that they ain't going to like taint it. So they they wouldn't let a movie crew come and shoot there because mm-hmm. it would take away everything that that trail represents. So they did some like overhead helicopter shots of the actual beach and the trail and stuff, but they actually shot the main one uh, in in Puerto Rico, all the main stuff. Oh, yeah. Por- Puerto Rico don't give a shit. Puerto Rico don't give like, you want to you want to shoot here uh, what like 50 bucks <laughs> I did find out however through research that because I was looking up like oh what movies were shot at the Kalalau or Kalalau Beach or whatever and there's like there's like a neighboring beach next to it that the only way to get to that one is to you can you can get there but you got to like swim around this like little thing from Kalalau Beach and I guess they boated in like back in like the 80s or something some people to like shoot like a soft core porn <laughs> on the beach there. <laughs> I doubt they got permits for that one. No, I just don't think anybody could find them for that. They're like, maybe if we just sneak in, we'll do all the the banging stuff and the we'll banging just leave stuff. Leave out, yeah, because I think they they were only there for like three days to shoot that. Are you guys gonna hike back, or are you just gonna take the? Because I remember you saying you can. There's a dude with a jet ski. Well, see. I from what I've read, it's changed a lot from when we went because when we went, we didn't have the right permits, and there was somebody that like was checking. They I guess they had just started checking the permits a little bit, mm-hmm. so somebody got stopped at the front, and then we got turned away, and then we just chilled at the beach and waited for the ranger to leave, and then we just ran in there. Um, but now we have the correct permits, and online it says like, oh, if you get caught without or with the wrong permits or whatever, they'll give you a court date. Mm-hmm. Like right away, so you're gonna have to go back to Hawaii, do the court date, and do all the whole nine yards or whatever. So it's harder to do because of the permits, and they've gotten way stricter about people like living on the beach because there used to be like a whole hippie. I'm trying to have some sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds. There you go. Rumble. There used to be there used to be like um, a whole hippie community that's living on the beach, and I, I guess there still kind of is a little bit. But back in the day, it was like insane but then they started like clearing them out mm-hmm. and going through and like having a run to like get them out of there i guess that's not as much of a thing there's not as much people out there because they started like being really strict on the on the permits and all that stuff so it's it's not as free and not not as easy to like break those rules there so i don't know i doubt there's somebody still going out with a jet ski to give people rides back for 100 bucks also i didn't like going through him too because he was kind of not friendly about it. Like, I'll show up when I show up, and you better be ready, otherwise I'm leaving. Okay. So we sat on the beach for like three hours waiting for him, and he finally showed up, and then we had to wait till he was ready to go, and then she went, and then I hiked back. So we're going in with the intention of hiking back this time, but we're also smarter backpackers this time. Like, we're not bringing any unnecessary shit. Our backpacks have frames. They didn't the first time. We're not bringing giant sleeping bags like we did the first time. Um we're definitely set to, like most of the stuff we're bringing is just food and like comfort stuff. So, and we're splitting that between us. So that's the heaviest stuff we're bringing. So on the way back, it's, we're going to be way lighter anyway. 
But another a movie I did see to try to get in the road was another Hawaii movie. God, I think it was on. I think it was. Let me see if it's actually if, if it was Netflix. We saw it. It's called The Resort. The Resort. Yeah, I don't think it's. Oh, Resort to Love. What the fuck is that? Okay, I'm just gonna. Oh, there's aftermath. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we. I just saw this like Hawaii kind of movie, and I was like, oh, let's check this out. And I saw like a little clip. And was like, oh yeah, this this is oh. this is just this has got to be good, right? I remember seeing that. We did it again. The, saw it, the saw trailer. It? has been named oh, okay. America's most reliable network say. by Root Metrics. Yeah, it's and our customers rated us it's not good. <laughs> it was bad. Like the, the poster is an island shaped network. like a skull. I could tell you that it wasn't going to be good. Well, I don't think that's the actual island. Birthday trip to Hawaii. Come on, birthday girl. We actually have another surprise for you. We found someone willing to take us to the island. How else are you going to finish with us? They were like, let's go skinny dipping, and only surprise. the one dude got naked and jumped in the water. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with the resort? Have you been there? Yeah, I heard the stories. And how do you know it's not haunted? I never said it was. Why is you the... Get off this island, do not miss that trip home. There's like a man, manly man's man pilot who's just wearing a hot pink helmet. The first people to set foot on that island since its forced shutdown. What happened here again? Dozens of unexplained disappearances. Any worth watching at all? Or? Swear oh by no. The existence of the it's bad. Girl. So much for Hawaii's scariest resort. Yeah, from the first Ghosts. death or whatever, all it's bad. They're not just going to be on display, Sam. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? We should probably go home. We have a little bit of time. The weather is getting really weird. This is like the big end and reveal bad too. Here. Yeah, like disappointing. I mean, I guess the way that it's predictable. So it's a paranormal movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about the legend of the girl with half a face. That's not the girl. They haven't shown the half face girl, but you see her pretty well. It was like one of those movies that it's like, you know what? Like the less you see, it's probably better. I mean, if you're looking for a really bad movie night, that's probably a good one to to give a give a go. Um, other movies I watched have been Woodstock 99, that documentary. Have you seen that? That's on Netflix, right? Yeah. It's yeah. really, really good. I haven't and, seen it. Um, do you know about what's up with Woodstock 99 and what happened with it? Same shit that happened in Woodstock. Um, but worse, because um, instead of like free-loving hippies that they were attracting to, they had bands like Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, Limp Bizkit, um, and shit like that. So they had the angsty, angry fucking people come and they ended up like burning it down. And there was like all this, like, if you watch the documentary, like there's actual scene of it with like a topless girl, like jerking dudes off in a circle that are like circled around them. Like a clip. I shouldn't say a scene, a clip like real quick. I was like, Oh my God. Pull that up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I just have that. Just Google uh girl jerking guys off. Woodstock nine nine. Well, if I just even, if I just typed in fucking 
If you just typed in fucking, like, a lot of things will pop up. Let's see if anything shows. Yeah. There's just naked people everywhere at Woodstock 99. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> okay. I might watch it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. that was half about it. But it was, like, like kind of dirty. You know what I mean? It was, like, horrible. Like, there were sexual assaults like crazy. I remember the mud slip and slide. Oh, it wasn't a mud slip and slide. It was actually uh, human fecal matter. It was shit because all the porter potties overflowed and then there were people like jumping in it and like, yeah, and rubbing shit all over them. Sounds about right. And going to the mosh pits, all the ATMs broke and it was always only cash for the uh, water bottles. So people were like dehydrating. Like they said it was like one of the worst things ever. And then uh, MTV actually started leaving. And at the very last day, they ended up like burning down and destroying like everything there. So they're saying how much of a failure Woodstock '99 was. Yeah, it's a good watch though. <laughs> well, I mean, having Limp it, Limp Biscuit come up and play break break shit probably wasn't the best no. idea. No, he was telling people to break shit, and they were like ripping like the plywood off the tower, and then mm-hmm. flighting the plywood like on the crowds, and people were all like getting in crews like surfing on the plywood. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "That's pretty cool. What you're doing with that plywood over there?" Mm. Yeah. Um. John Williams is playing at the Hollywood Bowl again. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go to I that. I was looking at tickets. I think I'm going to buy tickets for that. I was talking to Brooks um, and stuff. We might go that weekend we get back, either Saturday or Friday. So if you want to go see John Williams play his masterpieces, uh, I might be down. I'll let you know when we're buying tickets. I want him to start doing uh, movies with the uh, live orchestras. Yeah. Yeah. I would love I to see the live orchestras. It's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I got to watch Ted Lasso. Everybody's talking about Ted Lasso. And I, I've seen the first two episodes and it was really, really good. Um, I'm going to get I think I might just get the, the Apple TV free trial just to watch the whole thing and then just cancel it. So I just might wait for the finish of the second season just to bust it out real quick. Yeah, I think my next TV is going to be an Apple TV because I'm fucking fed up with Roku. Really? All the apps run like absolute garbage. Oh, no. Especially... I like Roku. I mean, this TV is Roku. The HBO app fucking runs like trash. Oh, really? I, I, this one's a Roku, but I don't really... I haven't set up a lot of the apps on it yet. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, Field of Dream pops to the top of, of Amazon Film and TV list after Home Run MLB game. You were just talking about this. Yeah, they played, um, they played a game at the uh, Field of Dreams field. That's cool. Yeah. Kevin uh, Costner was there. Yeah. The god himself. So I guess, yeah, on Amazon, everybody's been watching. I, I, I'm due to watch Field of Dreams again, actually. I actually just watched it without even realizing that the game was coming up. Really? Yeah. My um, my girl Charlotte had never seen it. So I was like, there's a lot of movies she hasn't seen. Yeah. She's like, you really like these 90s movies? And it's like, yeah. 80s, 90s was like yeah. a fucking golden era for like feel good fucking movies. When was she born? 97. Okay. Well, you lived more of the 90s than she has, so I guess there are more like pictures, values of your childhood, you know? Yeah. Well, plus she doesn't like sports, so. Oh. Well, you don't need to like sports to no. like Field of Dreams. A lot of the 90s sports movies, like, you didn't have to be a big sports fan to like super enjoy. You don't have to yeah. like like I don't like I don't like figure skating, but 
I don't really like most of the figure skating movies either. I like Blades of Glory, though. That's what I told her. And I was like, you don't have to like... And she goes into watching the movie like, I'm not going to like this. And then halfway through, she's like, oh, this is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, We're getting to a point where mandatory vaccinations are becoming a thing. So Blumhouse is mandating vaccinations for full-time employees across their film and TV productions. Um, I just got a notice from Fox for this saying that they were going to incorporate this too, that you had to be vaccinated to come onto the shows. Oh, really? Yeah. If if you're not vaccinated yet, you're going to need to be vaccinated by the time that the season comes back. If you want to get hired on half of these shows, like almost this, every single studio is taking suit for this. Not going to get vaccinated to work one day. Unless it's the last day. It's going to be every single studio is what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I plan on getting vaccinated soon. Yeah. I just got the one and done. The Johnson and Johnson. I'm just worried I'll get the 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 sickness. I didn't get sick at all, actually. Oh, really? I, yeah. I thought it was everyone's like, oh, you get the most sick on that one. And I was like, well, I had COVID. Like, that makes it worse. I didn't feel mm. a damn thing. And I drank that night, too, and everything. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't feel a thing. Um, See alcohol. Yeah, can't get COVID if you're alcoholic. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. Wearing visible proof of COVID vaccination status might become soon to the film and TV productions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, they were saying like, "Whoa, nobody can require you to show your card." It's like they don't have to require you because you don't have to do it, but they don't have to hire you either. (laughs) And that's the that's the biggest thing. So yeah, the Teamsters ain't gonna like this. I think there's there's here's the one problem with this is like I, for sure for most people if you want to be safe on set fine I, I mean if we can stop wearing masks on set fine oh my god I'll, I'll yeah so if I'll I get st- eighteen yeah. vaccinations if, if if you have a, a a mandatory vaccinated set and we can at least stop wearing masks I'll be fine with it because I've just you vax me every day on set mm, I'm, I don't know about that but <laughs> but uh. But there's some people that I was talking to because there's actual people with clinical heart problems that can't get the vaccination simply because of their side effects because it might be too much for them. Yeah. So for them, I think it's a little bit more problematic because now they're not going to be able to work and and do stuff because they have heart conditions. Sucks to suck. I know. I mean, I think there'd be like, I wonder, I I don't think they would make an exception for this too. Restaurants are starting to do this around LA. They required Jackie to show her a card at a restaurant she went to the other day in LA. Yeah. Fucking crazy. The world we live in. Well, isn't it? I think right now it's vaccination or tests within the past 72 hours. Um, That's not going to be. I mean, maybe maybe the uh, restaurants. That could be true. Because I know that's what the spas all do right now. I think like, it's one or the other. But it's. I think it's going to change to just vaccination. Yeah, I know all the spas are doing that right now. So, um. All right, Cobra Kai season four has been actually shooting. Um, release date, cast, return of Terry Silver, everything we know so far. Who fucks Terry Silver? I think that's Terry Silver. Oh, okay. the blonde dude, or maybe it's this. Yeah, the other blonde dude. I think it's one of the blonde dudes. I can also just look it up. I think that'll be easy enough. Terry Silver. Oh, wait, this is Terry Silver Thorn. 
Oh. Wrong Terry Silver. Um, hold on, let me see where we were. I want to make sure I'm spelling you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't see any Terry Silver here. Cobra Kai. Did you, have you been, are you up to date with Cobra Kai? No. No? I haven't watched the second season. You haven't watched the second? There's three out now. Oh, no, I haven't finished the second season. I think I've watched a little bit of the second. No, not here either. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, cool. Terry Silver. Don't know who that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the new, the new episode is was is gonna be released. I mean, the new season will be released in twenty twenty one. Um, get all the same people back. Plus Terry Silver, apparently. Plus Terry Silver, apparently. Whoever he is. Um, it looks like it's coming out in the final quarter of this year. So no, um, exact date. Last season came out on August fifth. I got into this series while I was building greenhouses. That's like what we would watch every day when we come back to the hotel or mm-hmm. the Airbnb and stuff. I like it. Um, uh, Danny DeVito is writing a Penguin story for DC Comics right now. Really? Yeah. That's weird. He's doing a lot. I mean, he's always done a he's, lot. He's producing that show Charlotte's working on. He's always done a lot. He, uh, what does Charlotte do? Camera, you said. Um, no, she's a PA. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. She wants to produce and shit. So. Um, I mean, I would support this as long as he's playing Penguin again. Well, is it for a, mo- a movie or? Um, he's taking his talents to the big screen and printed. It's a uh, comic. He's writing a comic for DC. Oh, it's a comic? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a story, so. I mean, they'll turn it into a movie. You'll yeah. see. They're going to be based off of his fucking face. I haven't watched that Batman. That I, th- I remember when I first originally saw that Batman, um, it gave me nightmares as a kid. Like, I think Danny DeVito, the Penguin scared the shit out of me. The Tim Burton Batman? Yeah, I couldn't pick up a, I couldn't pick up a umbrella without pretending it was a gun. You couldn't pick up a penguin? Couldn't pick up a penguin without pretending years. it was Danny DeVito? Um, predicting the final Super Smash Brothers unlimited DS- DLC fighter impossible, the implausible. Amazing. I don't know why that's up. Okay. Um, I got a couple top ten movies up because I since I was about to go hiking and stuff like that, but then also, um. Since Jackie and I have been watching a lot of reality, or she's been watching a lot of reality, uh, we I have. I'll let you pick which one we can do. Um, best there's best travel movies, but then I also have best vacation movies. So let's do best uh, vacation or, or be- best, best reality travel. shows. No, best travel movies. <laughs> best travel movies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't even know. I hate when they don't have numbers on them. Okay. Well, we'll start at... This is best 21, so this must be 21. Um, bucket list. 
with Jack Nicholas and Morgan Freeman. Have you seen this movie? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a movie. It's it's a movie for old guys, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. They want to jump out of planes. Have you not done this yet? You might have a heart attack. Number 20, Encounters at the End of the World. I've never seen this. It looks like a documentary. Um, it, I doubt there'd be documentaries in this. Let me see. Because that picture of the, I mean, the cover art looks really good. Okay. Filmmaker Warner Herzog travels to the McMudo Station in Antarctica looking to capture the continent's beauty and investigate the characters living there. That does sound like a documentary. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, Werner Herzog as narrator. Yeah, everybody's as himself. Totally is a documentary. Well, that's stupid. They shouldn't have documentaries here, too. Yeah. Um, I guess number 19, Leave Everything Behind. It looks like it's called Tracks. Oh, really? Yeah, Leave Everything Behind. Oh, it like is it's, called Tracks. It's the, uh, it's the... Tracks is a beautiful adventure film. A young woman who crossed 1,700 miles over the deserts of West Australia with four camels and her faithful dog. Starring your favorite actor. Who? Mia Witsoka? Nope. Oh, Oh, Adam Driver. Fuck Adam Driver. Um, It's based on a true story featuring some amazing Australian landscapes. Beautiful film that will inspire you to visit the Australian outback. I'll check that out. I'll put it my my list here. Watch tracks. It makes me want to go to um the Outback, get some bloom and onion. I'll tell you that. Oh, Outback restaurant. Do they have Outbacks out here? That's a good question. I See. do want some bloom and onion though. Um they have that more than other places, right? Don't they is, or is that just an Outback steakhouse thing? Do they own the bloom and onion? No, cuz no, Texas that... Roadhouse has them too. Oh, do they? Yeah. Do they have Texas Roadhouse out here? I don't know. If I'll go Texas to either Roadhouse. or. Um, they definitely have Outback Steakhouse. Okay. Oh yeah. They okay. So they have one in Valencia, but they also have an Outback Steakhouse in the um, in the uh, the Empire Plaza. Empire Plaza. You know where like REI is at the Empire Plaza, where they oh, have their yeah. Target and stuff like that. There's I, an Outback Steakhouse right there. Everybody keeps saying the Empire Plaza, but it's always like because it's. Like, got the airplanes and shit. Yeah. I always thought it was called, like, the hangar or some shit. Nope. The Empire Plaza. <laughs> oh, well, let's keep going. Oh, the beach. Oh, the beach. Yeah. We went to that beach, Jackie and I. Mm. Got to chill on it. There were no drug dealers, though. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, it's the a great movie. The beach is sick. Um, beach is a great film from the 90s with a little bit of everything. Good story, good music, amazing scenery from Thailand. Oh, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Um. Okay, the beach is good. Um, if you haven't seen the beach, you're you're fucking up. Um, the way back. Ed Harris, Jim Sturgis, Colin Farrell. The way back. Inspired by real events. What is the way back? I because I it sounds familiar. The way back is inspired by an incredible story of seven prisoners from very different background who try to escape from a Siberian prison in winter. This is filmed. 
and amazing locations of India, Morocco, and Bulgaria features some great actors. This sounds familiar. I feel like I've seen this before. Maybe it just wasn't as good as I thought. No, like they're captured by the Taliban or something like that. No, you're thinking of the Real Rock documentary with, uh, what's his name? No, I wasn't thinking of a documentary. Um, oh, this is a recent film. Oh, no, this. No, the one with, the, um, what's his name's recent. The one with Ben Affleck? Yeah. So which, oh, it's their 2010 film, The Way Back. We need uh, to move it along. I know. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. I'm just going to... Let me see here. We had an hour 20. The viewers here. They're lost. This is it? I have not seen this movie. Go over the Himalayas? How? We walk. Yep. Definitely have not seen this movie. <laughs> okay. The Way Back. All right, moving on. Um, next, we have A Good Year, a Ridley Scott movie. Interesting. With uh, Cameron Crowe? No. Cameron Crowe? No, it's uh, Russell Crowe. Mm, Russell Crowe. Um, a Good Year is a lighthearted romantic story that takes place in the most beautiful setting, uh, province region of south of France. The movie not only inspires you to visit France, but also make you reconsider your life choices. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, Midnight in Paris. Okay, movie. Uh, travel film selection. It's not for everyone. <laughs> but if you like Woody Allen, Paris, and is this a Woody Allen film? I ain't yeah. watching it. <laughs> Lost in Translation. Yeah, great movie. Oh, yeah. That's classic. Okay, okay. Next Wild. I liked Wild a lot. Oh, that's I'm not a huge with Reese Witherspoon. Hiking trail? Yeah, the PCT. The she doesn't even trail. finish it, right? Yeah, that's the one I was pissed off because she didn't fucking finish it. She hiked. Yeah. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's mad lazy. The travel movie is based on a true story of a young woman who sets out on a journey over a thousand miles. So it's 2,600 miles long. It's not a thousand miles long. She only hiked maybe 600 miles of it. Maybe. Um, and then, yeah, gave up. No fucking lazy. Yeah. Only 600 miles? Yeah, spoiler alert. She reaches a bridge on the on the border of Oregon, Wyoming. It's called, like, Bridge of the Gods. And then she just goes, I saw that bridge and knew my journey was done. Bitch, your journey's not done. There's still another 600 miles left to hike. <laughs> You're lazy. You gave up. Um, okay. Amelia. How, how, do you know how to Good say movie. this? Amelia. Amelia. Amelia? Amelia? I don't know. I haven't seen this movie. I saw it once when I was young. I remember it being really good. I'll have to rewatch it. A Paris movie? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, next. Um, before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. So I'm guessing these are movies, Three all movies. romantic com- comedies that go with a, with Ethan Hawke and Julie Dupree. Dupree. Delpy. Dupree. Uh, you know what this movie is? No. Next. 
<laughs> um, in in Bruges, Bruges, in Bruges, in Bruges, uh, Colin Farrell, in Bruges, very different from the rest of the travel movies, but just to include in the top twenty because it's filmed in Belgium, where we live. Okay, so the person making the list just put it because it's made in Belgium. The Motorcycle Diaries. I've never seen it. I've heard it's good. Really? Yeah. Who's in this? That guy. Just that guy? Yeah, the guy from the picture. Yeah. Uh, Memoirs of Che Guevara. Che Che Guevara. Guevara. Um, Most beautiful places in South America. Beautiful story and incredible settings. Okay. Out of Africa. That's a classic, isn't it? Robert Redford, Meryl Streep. Yeah, who the fuck? Like, somebody big did this one. I've um, never even heard of it. Yes, I know it's an old one, but out of Africa definitely deserves place in the all-time travel movie. Filmed in Kenya and the UK. Classic has won seven Oscars, countless prizes. and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is a classic. Uh, I've never heard of it. Can't be that good. Next. <laughs> <laughs> and seven Oscars, next. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm going to I'm going to put it on my list, you know. Maybe we can talk about it more cuz I know a bunch of film buffs listening to us are like, "What the fuck?" Okay. A Walk in the Woods. This one I did see. Who is that? Nick Nolte. Oh, Robert, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Um A Walk in the Woods is based on a true story um of a book by uh Bill Bryson, A Walk in, okay. Famous writer who never hiked much Sets on the Appalachian Trail with a total length of about 2,200 miles. Famous American hike stretches through 14 states. So um, they did the Appalachian Trail, and it was like this dude that just, he's like, let's go on a trail, let's go. It's like the annoying friend from like way long ago that just won't leave him alone until he's like, fine, you can come with me. And then they go on a trail. And this one is kind of the same as Wild, where like they have awakening moments, and then they like almost die for a second, and then they get back on the trail, and they're like, okay. We're done now, too. They also reach a point to where they're like, we learned our lesson, we're done, but didn't finish the fucking trail. Did they quit after 600 miles? Uh, I don't remember the exact how many miles they quit after, but they did quit. They didn't finish it either. Spoiler alert. Um, Next, oh, yeah. So The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, 100%. This needs to be... Fun as fuck. There better be nothing but bangers after this. It's a good watch. Yeah. Um, If you haven't seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, it's... It's probably it's Ben Stiller's like life work piece. Like mm. this is what he like he wrote, directed, like did his thing. I, mean, I know he w- worked on like developing this for like over ten years or something like that. Like mm. it's an amazing adventure movie. It's so much fun. Watch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Um, if you don't like Ben Stiller, that's that's a movie that'll change oh, you. Next, Under the Tucson Sun. Tuscan Who? Sun, you uh, dumb fuck. <laughs> Tuscany. Tucson. Yeah. You know, S- Tucson, Italy. Arizona. Yeah. With the home cast? <laughs> Under the Tus- Tucson sun? Okay. Martin Sheen's The Way. I've seen this also. Um, he goes on a... Have you seen this? Directed by Emilio Estevez. His son. Yeah. Have you seen this one? Yeah. Um, this is... I think it was like his father was like trying to finish this journey or whatever. And he passed away and he's trying to finish. So he goes out to try to finish the journey for his dad. Hmm. Um, which is a big pilgrimage, this famous like pilgrimage or whatever, like outside of Spain and stuff. It's like a really, really famous walk that a lot of people do is like, I don't know. It's a really good movie though. Um, the way 
It's been a minute. Um, okay. Obviously, this movie was going to be on there. Into the Wild. Um, yeah, it's like this is the adventure travel movie. Yeah. So, uh, so is they, yeah, that was number one. Of course, it was number one. Um, some good ones there. Yeah. Some Curious about ones. Into Africa or Out of Africa. Out of Africa, yeah. We'll save all of these ones for another time. Um, we're hitting the end. Uh, we can do a, a read or we can just wrap it up. We can wrap it up. Yeah, I think I haven't so. eaten today and I'm about to jump this table and strangle you to death. And you you ate all my pumpkin seeds, so there's that. Yes. The pumpkin seed seeds have sustained me. Yeah, okay. Um, that I have li- gained mu- much sustenance from the pumpkin seeds. That list was brought to you by Official Clothing, a clothing brand rooted, rooted in hip-hop based out of Tucson, Arizona, by our very own homie Casual. Homie Casual. And if I ever hear from Nick again, I know it might be something more than this. but And it's good fucking high quality. Yeah, that's yeah. what he thinks. If he's still alive, I hope he's still alive. We're thinking of you, Nick. Come on out. Um, but yeah, go over to official, O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com. Use promo code Hollywood during checkout. Save 25% off your first purchase. It's good fucking quality. Yeah. Mm. Um, we are part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. We have a lot of good friends over there. Really good friends in the Inner Circle Pod. Homie Kaz is one of them. With the Hood Diner. Yep, Tim and DJ Century. Hood, Hood Diner. Diner. Hood Diner. There's also the Plunge Podcast. The plunge with Riley. Um, there your, shit your happens. Brother. Shit happens when you party naked. Mm-hmm. Um, still in, still in a uh, Patreon jail. So go over there and support them. Um, the plunge also has a Patreon now too. You can just sign up for a dollar with them if you want and yeah. get a little bit of extra content if you want some more. Some good stuff over there. There's also the Untrained Eye out of Florida. Beth and DJ, they're doing pretty fucking awesome. There's Simmons and more. You almost forget Doing about cool Simmons and Moore podcast. I could never forget about Simmons and Moore. With uh, hosted by um, Bobby Blue Jeans. Bobby Blue Jeans, and then uh, you got Adam Simmons. Adam Simmons, Adam yeah. the Pizzole. Yeah, the pizza pizza rail. Pizza rail. Pizza rail. Make some good pizza. That's right. <laughs> um, and then I was gonna have. I was going to have Chris Wutsky on this week. Uh, he was going to phone in, and we were going to try to set that up in the studio, but I think I think we were the fallback if they didn't do Creatures of the Night, which they just did another Creatures of the Night for... Yeah, which is another podcast. First time in a while. If you like so. paranormal... Uh, uh, what What is it? Uh, paranormal shit. Yeah, just, I mean... Ghost creatures. Conspiracy theories. They talk about goblins. Do they? I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. But yeah, you should go ahead and uh, check all those shows out. Support the family. You know, do all that stuff. Check out innercirclepn.com. You'll be able to find all those shows over there. Um, But if you want to find more of us, we're on Instagram. We're at Failing Hollywood. But you should call and leave a message. This is episode 98. We're two episodes away from 100. Um, I might try to bust out another one uh, this week so um, we can get our 100th right when I get back from Hawaii. Um, so I might still try to back one up. Maybe I'll do one with Jackie, or I'll do one with Chris Wutsky if he can uh, find the time. Find the, the time for shit. me. Um, piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know what your schedule is this week. You you, you down Thursday or Wednesday night? Uh, or Thursday me, maybe, maybe Thursday. I might I might get some work. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So like I said, we're trying to take calls and listen to messages. So um, if you love us. 
um, just give us some words in, of encouragement. Uh, call and leave it on the line. We're going to be listening to them back. If you uh, hate us, leave a message. Yeah, too. just let us know anything. We don't care. We'll listen to you it give all. A fuck. We'll state your case. Eight one eight nine two eight five three seven nine eight one eight five two eight five three seven nine one eight seven seven cars with keys. Um, you can also find the number on our Instagram. It's over there. Um, easy to find. So just go. Just leave a call. We ain't gonna answer it. I promise. Just leave a message. We're listening. Um, this has been another great episode of Failing Hollywood. Until next week. <laughs>